Hey there, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Shady Blues Podcast. I'm your host, Abel, and on today's podcast, I will be recapping Legendary Season 2, Episodes 7 and 8. Said you wanna be a legend. Legend. Statement. Star. Star. Episode 7 was titled Ova, and episode 8 was titled Ice House. Uh, episode 7 was actually more of a Victorian theme, while uh, episode 8, Ice House, is like a Frozen type of theme. So we're going to get into all of that today. But first, I want to start with episode 7, and we're going to kind of discuss the judges' looks. First up, we have Jamila Jamil. Girl. Y'all, okay, I literally cannot with Jamila. I already told you how I feel about her. I don't know why she's there. I don't know why she's here. Like, we don't know her, don't want to know her. She's, uh, she's, I'm over her. Uh, she walks out in this pink Victorian gown with this janky-ass wig. I mean, her and Eureka O'Hara from uh, All Star 6, RuPaul's Drag Race, girl, y'all got the same stylist. Y'all got that wig out the bag, did not even brush it out put it on your head and called it a day uh it's disgusting horrible look she looks like i mean i know that they have people like a designing like you know like designers there to help them out but bitch jamila this look was not fucking it please go and take your seat Next up, we have guest judge Adam Lambert. So I kind of understand why they have him here. He's a part of the LGBTQIA community, also is an entertainer. He has an eclectic kind of look already. Um, his boots, bitch, were, were literally, like, d- gag-worthy. I saw him, I was like, <gasps> okay, he's coming for the girls today. However... When I made my way from his feet up, I was not so impressed. I didn't really like his top. I understand it's Victorian theme. Maybe that's just not my thing. Uh, but I will say from the his boots and then from his neck up, bitch, I'm here. I loved his little strut down the runway, his little flick of the tongue, his Victorian look. Again, I don't think... I really honestly think it's the theme that I'm not a fan of so far at least but I understand why Adam Lambert's here compared to other judges like Jamila um I don't know why she's there I can't get over it sorry y'all but let's move on to the next judge's look Alrighty, moving on so we have Law Roach the infamous Law Roach Law Roach okay bitch this is how you wear a fucking George Washington wig okay this is how you fucking do it. Law looks fucking flawless. I'm obsessed with this look. The shoes, not my favorite. But the outfit was tailored to his, like, I mean, just to his body was perfect. Again, the wig, bitches, take notes. This is how the fuck you pump through on a runway with a George Washington motherfucking wig. Next up. <laughs> All right, so we have Megan the Stallion. Man, whoever the fuck is Megan's wardrobe person has got this bitch on fucking point. This bitch looks fucking fire. She is fucking, oh my god. That bitch is giving me all of my fucking life. I was like, okay, bitch, 
yes, yes, bitch. This is one of my favorite looks that she's had in a long time. I absolutely love the colors on her. Her fucking wig was fucking tight and nice. Her outfit fit her body. She still showed off her huge, juicy, fucking stallion-ass legs. Loved it. Loved, loved, loved. Um, I'm going to say this now. Probably one of my favorite judges looks from both seasons so far alrighty so after making this stallion we have Laomi and <laughs> as if fucking Megan's look didn't fucking murder me Laomi just put me six feet under okay Megan that bitch like I said just a second ago one of my favorite looks from all the judges both seasons but Laomi stays fucking looking good I think there's only been one or two maybe yeah, I think one or two episodes where I wasn't a fan of hers, but this look, bitch, she has it two fucking together. I am obsessed with her fucking look. Her hair is... I feel like they lack in the hair department in the show Legendary. Because sometimes the outfits are really good, but all of their wigs sometimes seem to be a little fucked up. I need someone in, uh, for season three to get that shit together. Uh... Other than her hair, like, I wasn't a huge fan of her hair. Her look was fucking sickening. I wouldn't expect anything less from Laomi. Alrighty, so now we are going to get into the performances for the first episode, which is episode 7. Again, this episode is titled Ova. It is Victorian-themed. Uh, House of Tichi actually got to pick out the one element of Vogue that each house had to represent and highlight. And first up was House of Balenciaga. So again, House of Balenciaga is up first. And they were given the category Catwalk. And it is to be noted that Honey is actually back. He was out for... Um, I believe a week or two because of a death in the family. And I'm sorry, I think Honey pronouns are she. So, sorry about that. Uh, Honey was back, and so House of Tichi gave them the category Catwalk. In an interview uh, with Simone Tichi on the Sibling Rivalry podcast, they asked how come they gave Balenciaga you know, the catwalk and how did they determine to assign out these categories. And Simone TC actually said that they didn't want to be shady this ball. They actually wanted to give everyone something that they think they could they could have excelled at and kind of wanted to give everyone their flowers and kind of just let everyone, you know, shine and be the best of the best. That way, going into the finale, the best of the best were actually there. So the House of Balenciaga, as they're doing their category, uh, of course, they have a little bit more confidence now that Honey is back. Uh, Mother Shannon, Chacha, Honey, Jupiter, Kalik, all as a house. Uh, pretty, they were pretty, um, I'd say, in sync. They did a very good job. I think one of the critiques was they weren't, they didn't really highlight their category. So they were all doing it, but they didn't make a standout moment that was like, okay, this was your category. Uh, so I think that was actually across the board, the critique overall from every single judge. However, I would say that personally, they earned a strong seven and a half, maybe an eight for me. I, I think that the performance was 
the story was there with the performance, their outfits were put together, and everyone, including the mother of the house, actually did it. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think a seven and a half or eight would be fair for this challenge. Alrighty, next up is House of Tishi. So yeah, the House of Tishi was next and they had to incorporate spins and dips into their performance. Uh, they were really hoping to redeem themselves from the Seven Deadly Sins category, where of course they did not use the spins uh, as they should have. And in order for them to kind of make this performance stand out a bit, they actually chose one of their dancers, Stanley, to dance in point shoes, which are very rare. rare for like male ballerinas to wear. And you know, the judges all share the same opinion that they appreciated the effort and stuff. However, there just still was not enough spins, which was crazy to me because they got to choose the categories for everyone. They're choosing this category to redeem themselves and like they still didn't do that great of a job. So overall, you know, they their score was a 42, um, whereas again, sorry, Balenciaga's score was a 40. And so I felt, yeah, you know, I don't, these, this ball just, this ball really wasn't it. Like I said, I did like Balenciaga. I think I would have given them like an eight maybe. Um, and for Tichi, I probably would have given them a seven for the lack of spins and dips. More importantly, the dips actually. So that's kind of my thing uh, for the House of Tichi in this event. All right, so after the House of Tishi, we had the House of Orichi. Now, Orichi has been the underdog for most of this, uh, I would say, season. They've probably been one of my least favorite houses. They've been in the bottom quite a bit. I know that uh, Father Omari, he is probably the heart and soul. He kind of is like the glue of the family. And for this performance, y'all... They had to do floor performance um, because, again, House of Tishi gave them that category. And they decided to kind of recreate like a chessboard look. And it was, y'all, shit. I don't, I'm trying to be like positive, but it was a mess. So it was all over the place. It, there was a lot of energy. It just didn't feel like their performance matched with the music that they had also felt messy uh for instance alora one of the house members during uh this performance was just doing these weird flip-flops and back and forth i don't even know what the hell you would call it i i, I wasn't a fan uh they ended up getting a score from the judges of a total of 36 uh, uh my personal score probably would have given them about a four that's a four yeah again judges on the show they for some reason i don't think they've ever given below like a five or a six and they need to be real like i don't care how much soul how much you i can feel your vibes i don't care this is this is like a competition for a like i believe it's a hundred thousand dollars um bitch you better act like you want that money and so yeah i maybe a four or five for me uh, that that's it i i'm done talking about house of verici so next up we have the house of garçon who actually had a victorian secret inspired duck walk performance and Okay, 
I don't know how in the flying fuck the score, they got a near perfect score of 49. Uh, what in the loving motherfucker God were these people watching that I wasn't watching? Their duck walk, okay, they were not synchronized. They were all over the place, okay? Mother Stasha and Egypt were the only one to look like they actually had their looks together from head to toe. Milan, Savion, Tonka, bitch, the wardrobe department, hair department, did y'all fucking wrong, okay? I don't, again, who, this is an HBO Max production. Who in the fuck is taking care of wardrobe, hair, and makeup? If these people are doing it themselves, we need to stop that, okay? This is not RuPaul's Drag Race, where the queens all have to take care of themselves. You all should have hair and makeup for these people who are entertainers here to entertain us, okay? The looks sometimes fuck up the entire thing. And then when you don't have a good look, and your performance is supposed to be duck walk, and you come out like a fucked up I don't know what ugly swan and not a pretty fucking duck bitch no I need them to go back I don't understand how they got a score 49 I would have given them a 6 maybe god the judges here I need like I need a whole episode of Shady Boots just so I could talk about the judges okay because they are I don't know what the fuck they are drinking or popping or doing over at the HBO Max production of Legendary because this was just not it. Alrighty, moving on to the last house of the night was Miyaki Mugler and all I can say is bitch, I'm dead. Bitch, I am deceased. I am fucking done. They had to focus on hand performance and bitch... If there is anybody else out there that could do a better hand performance than what Miyaki Mugler did, please fucking send them this way because they tore this shit up. Everyone from Arturo, Diego, Malik, Prince, Tati, bitch, they each, everything, they all tore it the fuck up. They were like, we're winning this hundred fucking thousand dollars. We are the superior fucking house. Mugler's fucking here to stay. Fuck everybody, bitch. Mugler... Yeah, they fucked it up. Fuck. Fuck, 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 fuck. That's all I can say. They fucked shit up. They ended the category, put other houses to motherfucking shame. And that is, that is what the fuck I had to say about that. So the next category in OVA was actually um, all about hands, but it's kind of different because each performer from the houses were actually going to be in shadow boxes, so the judges didn't actually know who they were chopping if they were chopping one. So there was uh, five different color of uh, shadow boxes. There was green, blue, red, yellow, purple, and we are about to just get into this second category. All right, so this whole box thing was a, a pretty cool idea. I guess, but for the category, I think that for hand performance, although we can see the silhouettes through these boxes, I think that hand performance, we need to see like the whole 360 degree effect. Like we need to see above the hands, around the hands. We need to see facial expressions. Are they fucking serving it or are they just doing it just to be there like you know, moving their fucking hands around. Um, so 
this was a very, very controversial uh, episode because of some of the decisions made or not made because scores are all fucked up in this show. Um, the category, again, was hands. And after the very first round, uh, red and purple boxes were the only two left behind. And the red box actually ended up winning, who was the House of Balenciaga. And that actually gave them an extra 10 points. So they, their overall score went from a 40 to a 50. Uh, from there, we move on to the elimination round. So before the elimination round, there was actually a tie because of that uh, second category. There was a tie between Balenciaga and Miyake Mugler, and because Adam Lambert was the guest judge, he actually got to choose the winner, and he ended up going with Miyake Mugler because he says that they gave the best performance in the very first category. Um, which, you know, that was fair. I agree. Uh, what I don't agree with, though, is that the guest judge gets the pressure of being a tiebreaker. Like, I, for, for me... I feel like, I feel like no. I feel like the guest judge should be there for critiques, maybe. Uh, maybe be one of the first ones to reveal their score. But I do not feel that the guest judge should have the <laughs> the power to basically chop someone. Like, they, he, can, he or she could end someone's, you know, chance at winning superior house and i feel like that's just wrong so that's just my opinion um but in the elimination round it came down to orichi and house of tichi and um for orichi uh, father amari went and simone was picked to represent her house uh they battled it out was it a great battle no was it memorable absolutely not did the right person win I don't know about that. <laughs> so, uh, Father uh, Father Amari from Orichi ended up winning, and Simone of Tishi actually stormed off stage, pissed the fuck off. She was not fucking having it. And then the judges, like, judges just fucking called out Simone for sportsmanship, and uh, it... <laughs> I don't know. So, like, Simone shouldn't have walked off. She should, but she has every right to be pissed off. Like, I'd be pissed off, but you need to stand there and take it. You know, you need to take the criticism. I think it was Law that said, like, oh, like, you're living for us. You know, like, we, you're here for us and we live for you, but when we critique you, like, you, you can't stand the heat. Like, if you are going to take all of the love and praise, that you also got to take the criticisms. And although they were negative, like I said, this battle was not memorable. It wasn't great. Neither one of them, if this was a RuPaul's Drag Race, it would have been a double elimination, bitch. That's all I'm saying. Uh, yeah, so Orichi moves on to season two, episode eight, which we are going to get into next. Legendary. So season two, episode eight, Ice House is the category. 
So Ice House, they basically have to create an all-house production focusing on dips and poses. So before I get into the category, I actually want to go over the judges' look for this episode. This week's episode's guest host was Demi Lovato. Uh, if you listen to any of my other podcasts, especially Pop Culture After Dark, uh, that is available on all platforms, you know how I feel about them. I cannot stand them. Demi Lovato is not my friend. We, I hate them. And I think they are toxic and disgusting. But anyways, nonetheless, she they were a guest judge on this episode. So let's get into the looks of the judges. So the very first judge I want to talk about is Law Roach. He comes out in this all silver look suit. Um, I feel like, you know, he always comes out very kind of well put together. I mean, that is his thing, his fashion. Um, maybe his hairs were laid. His hair, this wig, this cap, this whatever you want to call it, was laid. He had the baby hairs on there, the little swirl. I was here for it. Loved, loved, loved Law's look. Um, I'm not always a big fan of Law and his critiques. However, his looks for the most uh, part are usually put together pretty well and this was one of my favorites again this was ice house um and so i love that his silver look with the matching kind of hair uh everything was just very well put together all right next up is my least favorite judge jamila jamil uh, she was very well put together. Her The silhouette of her dress was very, very nice. Um, trying to find nice things to say. I did not like her headpiece that she was wearing. Also, if this bitch doesn't change her fucking hair look for season 3, as a matter of fact, I hope she doesn't even come back for season 3, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. This fucking bang, bitch, not the bang. I, I can't. I'm, I fucking cannot with her hair looks. Jamila, girl. And then I think I said on the last episode, she actually, they said that she does her own makeup. I'm like, yeah, we can all tell, bitch. You do not know how to do makeup for HD or 4K. Uh, golly. Like, I, I can't with Jamila. That's all I'm going to say. Let's move on to the next judge. All right, next up we have Laomi, bitch. A status update fucking dead Laomi came to fucking slay the fucking day this bitch came out looking like a frozen princess fucking goddess queen this bitch is the ruler of the fucking universe holy motherfucking shit from head to toe dress everything hair makeup Laomi fucking slayed this fucking look this was fucking ice house down shady fucking boots loved it i'm obsessed i i i'm literally obsessed with laomi and her fucking look i oh this bitch's look was so good Alrighty, next up is my girl megan hot girl stallion so this bitch okay her hair <laughs> y'all everyone needs to get megan's hairstylist this bitch has it on point almost every episode uh it was she had it fucking laid she was another little she was another little ice goddess ice princess her outfit it was nice it was tailored to her body but it's kind of what we 
can come to expect from Megan. Very on brand, not groundbreaking, not revolutionary, not something like, oh, you know, this one time, not Lady Gaga meat dress sounding out. It's just meh. It's like, it's one of those. So she passes for me, but Megan, girl, I love you. All right, so following Megan was our guest judge, Demi Lovato. They came out wearing a good pantsuit with a nice haircut, uh, the stones, jewelry, everything was very, very nice. I Like I just preluded, I do not like Demi Lovato. However, they did slay this outfit on them. Uh, Demi is looking very, very nice in this episode. I just, that's, I, I really, honestly, guys, I cannot say, it's so hard for me to say nice things about them, so I'm just going to move on. <laughs> First up is House of Arici. Uh House of Arici, they try to do this whole, like, African, Ice Age type of thing. Um, it was, mm, <laughs> it's tough for me because I didn't think that Arichi deserves to be here as far as they are. I feel like they should have went home a long time ago. Uh, I don't feel like... It's hard for me to be... I don't know. It's hard for me to not judge them harshly because I already feel like they should be home. And so their performance earned them a score of 45 because uh, they had, you know a good storyline and everything it's just like their dips and everything's were messy they also have someone who it's their first time in doing like ballroom um i believe maybe it's a laura i want to say uh like okay how are you going to come on a show and have someone do ballroom for their first time I i've never understood that uh, <laughs> there's some houses that like they weren't even a house until legendary and i feel like these i don't know i feel like these houses and they need to be like better veteran like they need to be like checked out i feel like they the application process i feel <laughs> is not that difficult because some of these houses do not deserve to be on the show i'm not saying orichi is that house but orichi definitely doesn't deserve to be in episode eight Okay, that's just my thoughts. Again, their score was a 45, and that's actually one of the highest scores that they have had so far. And so, mm, yeah, let's just move on to the next house, which was Miyaki Mugler. So Miyaki Mugler comes out, and they deliver a huge, huge performance. It is very ski trip inspired. They are fucking slaying it from just everything the presentation is so clean outfits are clean every single person in this house is on fucking point from arturo diego malik prince tati they're just dude they are just fucking all tearing it up um not only you know do their looks and everything look but they actually even create an illusion of them skiing during like a quote-unquote avalanche and everything about the performance is fucking clean precise on point it is a fucking amazing one of the best performances i mean ever i just it was fucking everything they did what needed to be motherfucking done they earned a perfect score which is the second time in a row so next up we had the house of Balenciaga, and they actually came out with the full-on 
kind of like a Game of Thrones like performance with like a bunch of fighting for with like a bunch of fighting choreography. Um, however, so House Mother Shannon, she just is not serving it. She is a very pretty woman, uh, but she is not going to do the extra. She disappears for the longest time and then comes back out like, yes, I'm the mother. I'm walking. I'm here serving face, body, walking, but I will not be breaking a sweat today, my children. That is the vibe that I get from her. Uh, definitely did. I'm not... I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I just... They kind of let me down. I've also... The next problem that I have with Balenciaga is the fact that Honey is... She's a disaster. So she starts calling out wardrobe, dissing wardrobe department, talking about how her shoes were a mess, her outfit, she didn't like her outfit, she didn't like this, she didn't like that. And I'm glad that... Uh, La Roche called her the fuck out and was like, oh no, yes, this is what you're not going to fucking do. Okay? Because no matter what you're wearing, if the outfits were not put placed together very well, or if they didn't fit very well, you probably would have been read for that, but if your performance gave what needed to be given, bitch, you would have gotten a higher score. So La Roche actually brought the, um, their entire score down to a 46 by giving them a 7. I probably would have given them, for overall performance, maybe a 7 or an 8. But Law strictly, like, straight up was like, I was going to give you a higher score, but nah, fuck that. I'm going to humble you a bit, and here you go. So yeah, that was that, and Balenciaga was not happy with those critiques, but you know what? Humble yourselves, people. So next up, we had House of Garçon, and no, 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 no. This wasn't it. Garçon, bitch. This was so messy. So they had like an school inspired number and let me tell you the only good criticism that they got or critiques that they got were that they paid homage uh, to the old ways but a lot of it was like dubbed too safe. Uh, it was a mess. I have to say that I think Milan is the outlier of this group. Um, I used to really like Tonka. I thought Tonka was like it. But then when they, when they, being the judges, wanted Tonka to do other things and not just rely on selling body, I feel like they put Tonka weirdly in this box. Like, they didn't want him to do this and only be this way and only do this. And I feel like that made him uh, kind of fade away to the background. And then Mother Stasha, while she is pretty, uh, I she isn't, she isn't, to me, as strong of a performer, entertainer as a lot of the other house parents. Uh, and again, I think Milan is really the person who is keeping this group together and, uh, yeah, I probably would not ha have given them a very high score. I know that they ended up getting a score of 35, which I think it was definitely deserved. So let's move on to the next category. 
which was called Three Fab Mice. So in Three Fab Mice, just like other uh, categories, um, this one, they everyone must contend across the board in order to move on to round two. And as the houses are coming out, bitch, they are getting chopped left and right. I literally for a second was like, are they going to save anyone? Like, what's going to happen? Like, is everybody going home? Nobody wins this category. And it ended up being Miyake Mugler who won the judges over. And they were the only house to move on to the second round. So because they were the only house, there actually wasn't a need for a second round. So they were awarded 10 extra points, which put them at 60 points for this uh, category or show episode, whatever you want to call it, which basically makes it impossible for them to be up for elimination, which means they will be moving on to episode nine. And so, yeah, that, um, I don't know how I feel about these like extra point categories where people can get like, you know, extra points, like, especially for houses that I'm not going to throw shade, but I am that don't deserve it. Like, you know, they'll, they're, their very first category, they'll score low, but they'll win, you know, the next two categories or they'll win like the next category and they'll get 10 points or 20 points or whatever it is. And then all of a sudden they're no longer in the bottom. I'm like, no bitch. Like if you deserve to be in the bottom, you deserve to be in the bottom. That's it. Period. Mary had a little lamb, all the above. Uh, that's just my opinion, but let's move on to category three, which is team face. One member of each house has to serve face on the runway, and if they get 10th across the board, again, they move forward to round two. Um, so, in this category, it was complete opposite of the last category. Every single house that came out made it to the second round. They all had 10s across the board. So then they all move over to round two, right? So it's cool. Like, all right, all the houses, everyone served, everyone got 10s across the board. So the very first people that are competing in this second round are Orichi's Gillette and Garcon Stasha. Mother Stasha is known as Face. That is her category, okay? It was no surprise that she won that first round. It was just, she slaughtered it. Second round, of course, Sasha goes against now Miyaka Mugler's Tati. Uh, Sasha ended up winning that as well. Girl, clutch your pearls. Because going into the very last round, she's going against Balenciaga's Kalik, who I believe, if I'm not mistaken, has never worked like the category face. And bitch, clutch your fucking pearls. Right now, Kalik fucking beat Mother Stasha. When I tell you Mother Stasha's face was like, what the fuck just happened? Girl, you could have heard a pin drop in that, like, studio. Everyone was fucking shook because Kalik, he won 
Not be- not only because he served face, he served face to every single judge, every camera angle. He was confident. It was like exuding from him. So whereas I think like Mother Sasha was more selling face as in like, this is it. I always win. Give me my crown. Give me my points. And no, that just did not fly with the judges. And Kalik ended up beating her and holy shit that was fucking like that shook the internet y'all let me tell you like everyone was shook i was fucking shook i literally watched that battle like twice and i was like holy fuck like Kalik literally came out here and did what needed to be motherfucking done like that's it period so this is the elimination round okay elimination round for episode eight which was ice house and uh, balenciaga is saved from the bottom so they move on to the final three and then miyaki mugler because they had a perfect score of 60 also um a second week in a row win they also moved on to the finals um this actually left orichi and garçon in the bottom and father omari volunteered to battle again for his house while he went up against garçon's egypt okay this is where it bothers me so fucking much okay not in this case but in general like i said earlier i absolutely hate the way that this show makes the guest judge break ties like i cannot fucking stand it because the votes were split evenly, two and two. Two for Father Amari, two for Egypt. And everyone looks over at Demi, and they're like, bitch, what you about to do? Like, bitch, who the fuck you picking? Like, you're a guest here, you're a guest in our house, you don't know very much about ballroom, we are all legendary you are just a guest, but the final decision for our top three, we're going to leave it up to you. Bitch, are you fucking kidding me? Like, even if it wasn't Demi, whoever the fuck it was, I hate that DS Judge can do this. Well, long story short, Demi ends up choosing uh, Garçon to stay and send Orichi home. Which I was happy with because, like I've said, uh, if I say it once, I'll say it again. Orichi deserved to go home a long motherfucking time ago. Like, they did not deserve to be here this long. The, I feel like, okay, yeah, you're in the bottom once, you're in the bottom twice. Bitch, three, four, five, six, seven times. Bitch, we're only episode eight. Okay, I'm exaggerating, but still, like, what the fuck? Like, come on, people. Uh, yeah, that... Uh, I hate it. I hate their judging. I really want to show... Like, I love the show... But I need them, them being the producers and like the people making the decisions, the studio, I need them to get their shit together. Okay. If, if it's renewed for a third season, like we need to know what the fuck's going on. We can't like, I feel like every week they're just like, mm, we're going to throw something at wall, see what sticks. No, bitch. No. And Jamila, please, for the love of fucking God, leave the fucking show. Godly. Oh, I can't deal with it. Anyways, that is it for this recap of episodes 7 and 8 of Legendary Season 2. Uh, next week, I'll be coming at you with the episodes 9 and 10. And then after that, guess what, you guys? All-Star 6 from RuPaul's Drag Race premieres on Thursday, June. I believe it's 
June 24th, so I will definitely, definitely be doing a recap of that. And then soon I will be having some special guests with me to uh, kind of rewind and replay and go over uh, Drag Race Sound Under. So make sure you're staying tuned for all that. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Shady Boots Podcast. Until next time, bye. Statement. Star, 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 star. You want to be a legend?